This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The angle of the pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon is the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, 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 everybody. It is that time again to castrate some marks. I am Vince Russo, man. I am here with uh, Jerry Lane, also known as Jeff Lane. Man, I've been reading a lot of headlines, a lot of tweets, a lot of twats this week, man. So I know there are people lined up, bro, looking to get it this week. What is going on, Jeff? Not too much. And remember, guys, I don't know if if some people don't listen at the end of the show, but if you're interested in submitting to this show, you can do so. Anybody can submit. And I take submissions at Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. You can submit tweets. If you do, please include both a link to the tweet and a screenshot just in case they delete it because that's happened before. And if you submit audio or video, please make them around 30 seconds to a minute in context, MP3, MP4. So the only place I take submission, guys, Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. Please send your stuff in. If you send something, it doesn't make a show. doesn't mean next week you won't find something that will. Keep trying. i you'll eventually make the show trust me everybody ends up finding a gem or something out there so we'd like to have more people be a, be a part of it and join all the uh the regulars we have Were they a little light in the loafers this week jeff is that what you said could you tell by me opening the show with that instead yeah, of guys come on man <laughs> guys i i can't tell you how many tweets i get from freaking people in the industry how much they love this show because nobody else does a show like this bro oh it's not until you know billy corgan says something about dave Meltzer. When we've been exposing this jackass for the last 10 years, bro, there is no show without you sending us these clips, bro. It's it's that easy. There is no show. So if you want these guys getting off scot-free, Ronaldo Pippen and uh, uh, Hollywood and, and Alvarez, if you want these people getting off scot-free, bro, just stop sending us clips, bro, because that's, that, that's what they're hoping and wishing for. Get your head out of your coolers, bro. Send those t- submissions. All right, Jeff, you got any shout-outs? I do not. What about you? I got a couple nice things this week. Uh, uh, Patilla the Hunt sent me a nice album of a group that he really likes. I think they're called Prism. And, of course, he really likes them because they're like three hot chicks. And I got a nice uh, T-shirt. Our friend, uh, the the, the chief, uh, went to Jamaica for a wedding. And he sent me back a very, very, very nice uh, T-shirt, which was uh, very nice. All right, Jeff, let's get this show on the road. We we've had some good Dave Meltzer pictures in the in the past. Uh oh, older ones. Oh boy, we have never seen this one. Are you sure? I've, I'm, I, I am I am a million percent positive we have never seen. I this thought one. I've seen them all. So did I. I die around the waist? Nope. Wow. I, w- I wish there was something uh, around the waist on this one. Uh, this was sent in by Mark DePaulo Jr. Oh, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no way, bro. No way. No. Oh, my. Bro, if if they if this is not the biggest sausage, what just occurred here was the biggest sausage party on the planet. And the fact that he's got his shirt off, bro, I, I am very, very uneasy, bro. And then and then we're going to he's having sausage parties like this in the basement. Uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna ask uh, why his wife took the last train to Clarksville, bro. That hair is ridiculous. Oh my god, bro! He's dying at that color now. Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. <laughs> they're they're all using the same hair dye, bro. They are. <laughs> Meanwhile, let me point out, bro. Let me point out. I I, I saw clips of the professor, Mike Tanay. Accepting his uh, Hall of Fame award from TNA, I even contacted Mike and congratulated him. But you see how Mike, how gray and freaking distinguished the professor looked. What is I, I, I didn't him? see it. But oh, yeah. Jeff, he looks so good. He's a little older. I hadn't seen him in a long while, but he looked very, very distinguished. And 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 these guys with the with the with the with the sharpies in the freaking hair look like absolute idiots. Like nobody knows they're doing it. Yeah, and I'm starting to notice because of this show and looking at Meltzer and all these guys with their hair dye. I'm noticing other people now, like that new Jason Bateman commercial. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, 100% dyeing his hair. He looks, he looks old as shit with black hair. Bro, ridiculous. I gotta tell you this, Jeff. I I just saw some clips today of uh, John Stamos on Stern. Bro, I swear to God, he he doesn't even look like John Stamos. Like I was, I was, I was asking myself the question: Is this, is this John Stamos or somebody else? It, bro, it doesn't even look like him. So I remember on Scream Queens, he still looked like John Stamos. Uh, you know? he, I, bro, I'm telling you, I was like, I, I'm, I'm I'm squinting at the TV. Like, is that really him? Well, we know Fightful's got their select where you can pay them to get all the, all the behind the scenes. All the news, news all, all the, the speculation, news. bro. Yeah. Well, here's a tease of what you can get in this Sean Sapp tweet that was set, sent in by Dan Torres. So Sapp tweets, lots of WWE Raw plans tonight. On Fightful Select for the subscribers. Match order, segment lengths, and some matches being added. Just $5 a month. Why do you need to know what the match order? You're going to watch the show that night, right? Why? And actually, this is like 12 minutes, 7.48 p.m. Raw goes on at 8. So if you're about to watch the show in 12 minutes, why do you want to go see what the match order is going to be? Why do you want to see how long each segment is going to be? And, bro, it's not only that. It's freaking Sap jacking off because somebody's sending him the format of the show. Again, guys, I got to keep saying this over and over and over again. We are talking about adults here, bro. We are talking about people in their 40s and 50s and 60s. And this guy's whacking off because a a cameraman or an audio guy or somebody is sending him the show format. Ooh, bro, you know what that's like, Jeff? Seriously, like... Do, do I really need to know the Giants lineup before the game starts? Like, am I, am I going to subscribe? Hey, guys, if you go to SanFranciscoGiants.com, man, the game's starting at 8, but you can get that starting lineup at 7. Bro, if you're, if you're paying for that, you are the biggest mark on freaking planet Earth. That's all I have to say about that, bro. 
Yeah, and I don't understand the point of spoilers because it it would be like, all right, let's say wrestlers gets a season two. Al, what's going to be in the first episode? Yeah, Al, we got I got to know, yeah. Al. I got to know. Uh, oh, okay. So why would I rather hear it from Al than watch it myself? I'm going to watch it anyway. It's not going to be as enjoyable if I know what's going to happen. There's going to be no surprises. Like imagine the big the big guys. This is going to be a spoiler if you haven't seen wrestlers. Fast forward like a minute. All right. But the big thing at the end of season episode three was um, the Matt Jones medical issue. Yeah. What if I would have told you that, Vin? Because remember, I didn't tell you what it was. I just said yeah. a good cliffhanger, right? Yes. And, you, yes. And, it came, and you were surprised as shit. And it surprised shook I'm you. waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting because you. of Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but what if I would have said, hey, Vince, at the end of episode three, you got to see this. This happens to this guy. Okay. Would, would that have been in, as impactful no, for you watching the not. show? Absolutely not. Like so, I said, man, if if Sean Sapp is hooking you with this, you you are a mark beyond repair, bro. Seriously, man. And you know what the sad thing is? Sap's probably paying the guy. That would have been like me working for one of these companies. Somebody's paying me to get the format and I'm sending it to them. You know, you know, you know how you know how freaking underbelly dirtish that is, bro? Yeah, because you talk about a lot of these people when they when they tell stuff to the dirt sheets, there's an agenda behind it. They either want to make somebody look good or somebody look bad. So what possibly would there be an agenda? Why would they risk giving a format Money. to a dirt sheet? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, unless yeah. they unless they were getting paid. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to this Hollywood tweet that was sent in by Scott Smith and you. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood tweets. Exciting announcement. Wait, you I'm, have a picture of this though. I, right? I, I will pull the picture. Okay, yeah, up. don't always no, man. This yeah. don't work without yeah. the picture. Bro. Yeah, I'm gonna read it first and then okay. we'll, we'll pull All the right. picture up. Now before you do this, what when when you when I when I smartened you up to this and you saw this for the first time, what was your impression? These type of ads, they put girls on them to imply what you're gonna be using the product for, right? Right. That, that's my impression. It yeah. looks like is that what's going on here? I don't know. You, yeah, well, we well, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So exciting announcement. I have officially partnered with Blue Chew, LFG. And first of all, can, can I can I explain something to everybody, bro? If you have a podcast, Blue Chew will partner with you, okay, bro? Because you got to give a code, and the only way you make any money is if people use that code. Remember, so they, remember, you had to like they wanted you to take it remember yeah yeah bro it's like yeah guys so just understand like blue chew will take anybody because they're not giving you a dime unless somebody uses that code so she gives out her code promo code denise if anybody's interested and she's got the link for it and here is the graphic no that's not the one <laughs> that's the one that's the no, one i guess no 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 are you saying Scott sent the wrong one? Yes, bro. There's a one where, bro, you know the emoji of the eggplants? Yeah, the, the boner. That's the background. All where, little eggplants. A thousand little eggplants are behind her, bro. That's the one. Right, Not me, this. Well, I didn't get sent that one. So, Oh, my God. Yeah, Jeff. She's got, she's got the eggplant wallpaper, and I'm like, oh, my God, right, bro. Well, let me Let me look. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same, same image, same thing, but uh, with yeah. the boner, the boner, there you go. The boner in the background, the boner plants in the background. Yeah, very nice. Her, her, I hope her husband is proud. There, yeah. Go. So I, I, after this and the the uh, masturbating the sting bat last week, I, I don't oh, think there's any God. more 
doubts of uh, yes of her motivation and, and all and all these suckers who have never what what is being called never never felt the titty club uh club was it club never touched the titty or something club like never that? touched it all these club yeah. never touched the titty yeah, they're all like buying in for it bro and she's she's emptying your pockets upside down bro like the old the old underdog shoeshine boy, bro, when Simon Bar Sinister would grab him by his feet and all the change would fall out of his pockets, that's that's what she's doing. I, I don't know what that is. What is that? Underdog? Underdog. I don't know, underdog. You don't know the cartoon underdog. 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 You know. don't know. You don't know freaking underdog, bro. Yes, you do. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Come on, Jeff. What are you nuts? 1964. So uh no. I never saw this as a kid. Like I, I saw sixties oh. cartoons rerun when I was a kid. This oh, one I never saw. I have never seen this. All right, what's next, Jeff? <laughs> Very disappointing. All right. Let's go to a Nick Houseman video. This Yeah, is- these are the best. These are the be- I, I I really think Bro, I may enjoy Houseman videos more than anybody else, like Meltzer, Khan. These may be my favorite. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and he's on somebody else's show. I don't think he's a part of this Stu? show. Think, no, not Stu. Damn no. it. We are, we are in a historical period of time right now. Man, have- bro, he, like, seriously, bro, we saw that video last week where I kind of put it, kind of put him over. Right? Yeah, which was probably ten, at least ten years yeah, old. Bro, he is losing his hair badly. I don't know why they don't give up. There was a point when I was just like, "There's no saving it. Get rid of it. It's done." Bro, he he literally is doing the comb over. I mean, guys, seriously, I I, I don't I don't I, I'm not gonna tell. I can't tell by this video, bro. But unlike you know Meltzer and Alvarez and all these guys. He he may go to a hairpiece, and and this possibly could be a hairpiece. I can't tell in this shot, Jeff. But if it's not, oh my God, bro, he's got that hairline way up here, and he's doing the freaking comb over. Wow, what about this this guy podcasting with a wrestling mask on. I know, bro. Come on, man. We are we are in a historical period of time right now. Cool. We I have. Agree. Two competitive brands in the United States, and there's no way you see John Cena, The Undertaker, Paul Heyman, Asuka <laughs> on NXT. What are these two laughing about? I don't know, but the guy on the right is getting really excited every name that Houseman says. It's like he, he's I'm, very I mean, is, is Houseman trying to defend AEW because and it, because WWE threw all that talent at, at on NXT? Is that what this is? No, he's saying if we weren't in a golden age, we wouldn't be seeing these talents on oh NXT. Heyman, Oscar <laughs> on NXT, unless yeah. WWE is being pushed to put together shows on all levels that are better we are living in a golden era of professional wrestling right now yeah wild this is this wild i uh i had (laughs) the guy said it's wild (laughs) a conversation i'm gonna wrap on this 
I had a conversation yeah. with a, a, a I'm going to okay, rap on this, rap, bro. Rap on this. Bro, you think the guy think under the hood might be Sap? It could be, yeah. Yeah. A, a young journalist. I think it was. I think it was Muscle Man Malcolm. I was having oh, a conversation. Great. great, Malcolm's a great guy. I, great, yeah. Mu- yeah. Muscle Man Malcolm. In the yeah, great, great. Great name for a journalist. Yeah, great, great name for a journalist, bro. Muscle Man Mountain. I'm fairly confident this was Malcolm, and he's telling me about how like the stars of bro, today. Think are- about this. Stop for a second. Think about that. I, I can't. I can't stop with the hair. Either that's a hair piece, but bro, think about if if that if that bro, you see my hair's going straight back, guys. See it's going straight back. Bro, if that hair was going straight back rather than combed over to the side, how back is he? I mean, bro, yeah, we're it, talking, it's hard to tell because he's so tiny in this we're, one. We're talking Bill Apter here. Like this is Bill Apter, bro. I don't know. It's hard to tell on this tiny screen. Yeah, we got to wait till we get the right clip. All right, go ahead, Jeff, with this monumental historical time. Go ahead. Yeah. His Attitude Era. And okay. he he goes back and he watches the Attitude Era as, like, reference, as, like, a historical thing. And in that moment, I knew I was old as fuck and the new wave was here. <laughs> if If you are living in that, the Attitude Era was the best it's ever going to be, wake up. Oh my yeah. God, bro. <laughs> Jeff, you you are talking to a guy. Jeff, you are talking to a guy that on Sunday night I watched the Attitude Era show, and on Monday night I watched the car. You are talking to the wrong guy, bro. I watch these shows back to back every other week, Jeff. Like, are you out of your ever loving mind, bro? Wake up. Yep. We are in a wow. period right now where new fans are being made. Where? 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 Exactly. Where? Oh, they were running the 1.5 million. Where are these new fans being made? Every time, bro, you know where I, you know who always has the ratings first? Our, our, our buddy. Powell. Powell. Yeah. And Powell compares them to last year. And every single week, they're down like 300,000 from last year. Where are these new fans, bro? They are in, they are in a freaking fantasy land. If oh, they, my if they think, God. Like, nobody watches this stuff. You can't say, wake up, if you think the Attitude Era is the best ever. Well, that's not only a opinion. It's not only subjective, but factually – customer base you can say that because people watched it just like you can say the 80s was even more popular than that because more people watched it so you can't say factually this is better when hardly anybody watches this stuff i swear to god this is this is this is the comparison bro i'm telling you man any of you baseball fans were alive in the early 70s and you saw those great Oakland A teams against the big red machine. And now we've got the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, bro. You are wake up, bro. Wake up. If you thought those games with Pete Rose and Reggie and Joe Morgan were better than the wake. What, what an ignoramus, bro. What, where are these new fans, Jeff? Where are they? These these guys all giggling. The wrestling is so great. I love it. Man. 
<laughs> There's one dude at the end here. He's he's he's, do, he's doing his head like a bobblehead. Yeah. He's like he's like a living bobblehead over here, bro. Uh, and then we got like this 15 year old kid under a mask over I, here. That may be sap. Bros are being made. Yep. New new top baby faces and heels are being everything is new being he, new heroes are being made. That's what got cut <laughs> off. He said. Where <laughs> new fans are being made, new heroes are being made. Yep. New new top baby faces and heels are being everything is being remade in this moment. And Eat. I I would I would say when Roman loses the title that this new era like will officially begin because he seems to okay. be that kind of like. But I, I think it's already here. So so we're in a golden era that's not started yet because <laughs> it will actually start when Roman loses the title. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Cody, Cody's going to lead the new millennium, bro, into 2025. Yeah. I think he ushered in yeah. this new kind of era. And and that's what it is. It's it's bro. Just, there's less it's, than a million I, I, and a half people watching the flagship show of the number one wrestling company in the world. One and a half million people, Jeff. So remember two months ago when AEW sold out Wembley? Can we still say that? Can we still talk about that? Or, or oh, the man. fact that their arenas are empty that doesn't matter? Because remember Wembley, guys. Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. That. Absolutely. So, Anyway, I have Nick, to go to Paul I really want you to go enjoy the zoo, so get <laughs> out of here. Get out of the zoo. I guess he was going to the zoo. I, I don't know. I we need a – we, we got us – we've got to closely start looking at that hair. <laughs> because, bro, when you're doing the Don Rickles comb over, you are in trouble, especially when you're his age. Can you be any more out of touch of re- with reality, though? Yeah, bro, than that? It's, it's the bubble. It's every. It's everybody in the, in this freaking bubble. They've all done this to himself themselves, bro. Nobody is watching anymore because of a combination of all these ingredients: the Housemans and the Haymans, you know, and 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 and, and the Saps and the and the, it's it. They've created. they've chased people off and they're sitting there saying it's the greatest time. All right. Well, you mentioned the Billy Corgan talking about Meltzer. Of course, people will talk about that because it's uh, not on the brand. If we say something on this show, nobody gives a shit. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah, of course not. We got a few few of those clips. So let's start off with this one first. I believe this one is a video. This one was sent in by Trent Arnold, and he's on Kurt Angle's podcast. I knew from personal experience that Dave would routinely report things as fact that he would not fact check me on. When I entered the professional wrestling business, that trend continued. So I watched repeatedly and I would email Dave at different times and say, I want to stop for a second. (laughs) Guys, can we just please look at this panel of three? Compared to the panel of three <laughs> that we just had. The, Compared the, to the panel of three that now, now do you understand, guys? Do you understand what I'm saying? The panel of three that we just had with this panel of three, Jeff. Yeah. And I'm gonna give my money to the balding guy and LL co-host, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. You just ask me, at least have me say, no comment, you're wrong, or here's the truth. So now when I see, and I have to laugh, when I see Dave Meltzer 
wrestling journalist in Sports Illustrated, I laughed because if you're a journalist, you check your sources. Bro, how how long have we like been saying like seriously? Ten years, Jeff. Ten years. You check your sources. <laughs> you don't rely on one Mark right. yeah. who calls you and trades gossip for you, so you give them a five star review. Mm. Now let's talk about the recent thing. Okay. Dave Meltzer has created a world. Billy has such where- a habit in all his promos, which it pops me every time. He has a habit of saying, okay, like a million times. He'll <laughs> say something and then say, it, it pops me every time with him. Dave Meltzer has created a world where he's in heaven because AEW is his sort of spiritual embodiment of what he always told everyone that wrestling needed to be. That's a great point right there. That's a, of course, man. Yeah. Of course. But come on, man. Yeah. We've, we've been saying that for ever bro yeah and we got another clip here i wish he'd come on this show and you guys just bury Meltzer because he seems to get really fired up over Meltzer. And oh it's funny, yeah this clip sent in by mike durband he, he says he's gonna say something nice about Meltzer. and i like to say something positive to dave Meltzer. your dream has come true with aew Wrestling's never been bigger. WWE just sold for $9 billion. Your business is secure. You will have things to talk about, and you will have things to jerk off over for the rest of your life. (laughs) If we don't work in your little world or your big world, that's okay. But at least if you're going to quantify yourself as a wrestling journalist, be a journalist. I think it. I I do, bro. I think it. These guys are supposed to be journalists whatever. Bro, I think it is. And, and here's the difference, guys. Here's the difference. Jeff, I, I, I always go back to baseball, and I hate doing that. I always go to video games. It's, it's what you – Yeah. Easy reference. Jeff, as I'm watching MLB you know, Network during the season, Jeff, they're talking about the last place teams. They're not just talking about the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Braves. They're talking about all the teams. It is a effing joke. These guys don't cover MLW, OVW, NWA, the, the Impact Wrestling or slash TNA. The, the, they're part of the wrestling industry, bro. Now they may they may not have the money or the resources to be big hitters, but my God, bro, they, they they're they're legitimately on on TV. They have a following. You got a guy like Billy Corgan owning this company over here, and they they are never covered. That shows you, Jeff, what freaking marks the saps are and the melts is because. Oh, bro! I, I get to talk to uh, I get to talk to Osprey, bro. We, we've had six weeks of talking to OVW talent, Jeff, and we've had a freaking ball. We've had an absolute ball, ball, ball and there's no difference to what Al Snow and Matt Jones are doing compared to Tony Khan. Absolutely no difference. So you've got a wrestling industry with wrestling journalists that don't cover more than 50% of, 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 of the, the category, bro. It's freaking insane. It is freaking insane. Yeah, you would think they would want all wrestling to thrive as it would help their business and help the business. But they do pretend like these other places don't even exist. 
Bro, freaking Corgan just got a deal with CW. Bro, CW ain't ain't Mickey Mouse, uh, 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 Joe Blow. That is a significant network. Nothing. Nothing. A a little blur, bro. A little blur. Nothing. And then, then, like he said, you're going to call yourself a journalist? Well, Dave got a little upset. So in this oh, tweet, no way, Dave. There's an there's a answer. We hear from Dave after this. Yes, this oh, was. Oh, I have not seen this. Yeah, so this was a tweet sent in by Scott Smith. So Dave quoted this tweet by somebody else promoting Billy Corgan on a different show, not Kurt Angle's show. He he was on Slam Wrestling, and the headline reads: Billy Corgan talked about many things, the state of NWA. Mixing wrestling and pro wrestling on uh, mixing. Re- I think they meant music. Mixing music and pro wrestling on the recent Smashing Pumpkins tour, and his dislike of talent who go out to do a Meltzer jerk off match. <laughs> this is great. Okay, so Dave quotes this tweet: "Poor Billy doesn't like Omega versus Osprey, Usos versus Owens and Zayn." Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus, Danielson versus Zach, MJF versus Danielson, FTR versus Juice and Jay. Not only that, he dislikes the talent in those matches. Pretty sure he'd die and go to heaven if he could get one of them on his shows. So here he is right here misrepresenting what is said. Billy dislikes when talent go out and do a match to appeal to Meltzer. Meltzer's saying, oh, so you don't like those guys. Of course, because he's trying to stir it up. Yeah, he's trying, trying to stir it, it up with all. So I, I, listen, I, 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 know, I know Billy a little bit. And, bro, you can't even tell. If you look at that, uh, if you watched a little bit more of that, uh, Kurt Angle, bro, Billy doesn't dislike people. Bill, Billy even says later on in the interview, which I've said a million times, Jeff, he even says, I don't care what he does. I don't care about his star rating system. He could do what he wants to do. But here's what he says. But don't make up shit about me. When, when you're making up shit about me, now we've got a problem. Billy Corgan doesn't dislike these freaking wrestlers. I mean, seriously, bro? Yeah, and of course, that's the shot at NWA. Pretty sure he'd die and go to heaven if he could get yeah. one of them on his shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got great talent on his shows. The problem is it's not the style of wrestling. It's not the Meltzer Jerkoff match. Right. And, and because it's not the Meltzer Jerkoff, no, n- none of the other Jerkoffs cover it either. Yep. But this just shows right here is unprofessionalism. Because let's say Adam Schefter, I use him as a example a lot because I read NFL news from him. He's the Meltzer of NFL, except he actually talks – they come on his shows. They're affiliated with the NFL. But let's just say a head coach, Bill Belichick, cuts a promo like this on Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter's never played one down, doesn't know what he's talking about. Do you think Adam Schefter is going to respond by cutting a promo on Bill Belichick? That's that's why he's not a journalist. Just no, nope. he what, would what, he what, would eat it and move on uh, to whatever the next story yeah, is. Just that's exactly what Billy said. I like seeing this fire from Billy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. There's something about when people make shit up about you. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's what really tends to be. You can say, bro, all the stuff I wrote was shit. I didn't know what I was doing. All this shit. When you blatantly make shit up, bro, that's when that, that, that's, that's, that's what really gets people upset. 
Well, in this video, Meltzer and Alvarez are not pretending that Impact doesn't exist because they're discussing going back to the TNA name. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. Uh, Scott Demore in a press release basically said that everywhere we go, all people do is chant TNA. So may as well go back to it. And they um there's got a pop in the it got a pop in the arena. The thing is is I mean let's be honest, how many people go to impact shows? Is there fifty five people popping in the arena? What does that matter? Even if it's two hundred, what they got a pop in the arena. Bro, they went from two million viewers to seventy thousand. Okay, I mean, bro. they're gonna. Of course, they're gonna pop. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. They pop at everything. When they first look at the hair, uh, bro. Look at the look at the hair. Look at the makeup. Look at the look at the schnoz. Look at. <laughs> I do like his shirt. Did the change from TNA? TNA had such a negative stigma that they, you know what I mean, that they pretty much needed to, and they actually needed to. What was the negative stigma about it? More people watched it than AEW. He's talking about he's he's talking about uh, sponsors, advertisers. Meanwhile, Jeff, there was an article, uh, uh, the uh, Jeff Jarrett show, and Jeff basically Jeff basically said he said when they went from TNA to Impact Wrestling, he said I knew they were going to be dead in the water. Okay, and Jeff explained, bro. To the markets outside of the USA, bro, like TNA wasn't an issue. The name wasn't an issue. It didn't have the it didn't have the same stigma it had here in the United States. And Jeff basically said he was a part of those meetings where he said, you guys are going to be dead in the water. They know this company. It's an established brand. You want to you want to change it to impact wrestling. And Jeff told them he didn't think it was a good idea. Change it to Impact Wrestling, two million to seventy thousand, and now what, bro? We're gonna change the ring aprons and the turnbuckle pads, and we're gonna call it TNA. And what? Those two million people are magically gonna come back? Is is that the idea, Jeff? I guess so. For a long time, but as things go, and you know, you learn this is that uh, nostalgia is is kind of incredible, and. Did he just learn this at sixty something years old? Like I just, I just learned nostalgia is incredible. I guess so. And in time, you know, everyone thinks of you know, you know, it's like the good old days at the company were the TNA days. You know, I mean, they really were. So why not go back? The now good old to- days were the good old days of TNA. The good old days were not the bad old days of TNA. Exactly. Because there were horrible days of TNA, but there yeah. were, I, I guess, probably. Love, bro, I would just, I swear, bro, I, I would give anything for these two ass clowns to write for a wrestling company for one year. I'm talking one year, bro, 52 freaking weeks. These two ass clowns that are going to sit there and say what was what was good and what was so bad. You never freaking done it, bro. So you have no effing idea. Jeff, did we not did we not just watch the 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 episode of of uh, wrestlers without? This one's going to work over here. This one blew his shoulder out. This one I can't book. This one you you heard it. You heard from Al the reality of book. You think these two jackoffs would have been able to deal with that? 
Like, seriously, bro, you really believe these two jackasses, they would have wrote Jeff a wonder card. Oh, my God, yeah, look that, at that's these it. matches. This is a wonder card. And then all of a sudden, because they work like jackasses, four or five of the people on your wonder card can't make it. Now what, guys? Now what do you, they don't have a, this jackass Alvarez does not have a clue, bro. Not a clue. It would probably be hard to distinguish between a Tony Khan show and a Meltzer and Alvarez show, but they probably 1, be very 1,000%. 1,000%. But 2005 to 2008 is kind of what people Whatever. Really when Kurt about. Angle was there, you know, when Kurt Angle yes, was there with AJ definitely Styles. Definitely was not the Asylum days, I can tell you that. Well, not well, not the asylum and not the you know whatever. But the yeah, bro. Um, a, 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 AJ yep. Styles wasn't there during the asylum days, Jeff. He was he he didn't show up till two thousand and five. AJ Styles was there from day freaking one, bro. But also, people also remember things better than they really were. That's a lot of it too. <laughs> that so is deep. that's the definition of nostalgia. Everything you remember is great. Not nothing was wrong with it. Oh my. God, did he just say people remember it as being great, but it really wasn't great? Is that what he said? Something like that, yeah. Remember it be- better than it, <laughs> yeah, than bro, it actually bro, was. Listen. Well, bro. listen, here's the deal. With nostalgia, you tend to remember the good feelings, and you don't really remember the shit you didn't like. But you don't remember something being great if you didn't think it was great in the uh, first place. Ro- bro, Rocky sucked. Yeah, like you don't just you just don't just all of a sudden oh that was awesome, but you didn't like it when no, it was there. That's I, not nostalgia, Jeff. I built that Rocky stuff up in my head over the years. It re- when yeah. you go back and watch the original Rocky, it it blows like it really blows, Jeff. But ten years later, after I built it up in my head as being a great movie, it's the greatest of all time. I swear to God, bro, because they wind up contradicting themselves back and forth and and they try to get out of the contradiction. And then what happens is nothing makes sense. Maybe we will see some Meltzer booking coming up because this. uh, Oh, God, bro. You had mentioned this to me. Had you not seen this? I, I had saw that there was an article on it, but I went and found the audio. I got the actual audio. Oh, you got the, oh, boy. I got the audio, yeah. Oh, boy. So Thank he's you. on, uh, Meltzer's on a show called McGuire on Wrestling, and they were talking about Sting's upcoming retirement. So I think and I hope that um, they really do the, you know, the the Great Muda thing, you know, where, which which Pro Wrestling Noah did with the Great Muda last year, which was one of the most, you know, wonderful things of the year, really, of this year. And I hope that that's the template, you know. Um, I mean, I sent. Yeah, can we stop? I, I don't remember. What the great Muda did last year was one of the greatest things. Jeff, do you have any idea what the great Muda did last year? No, I'm assuming he retired and they did some retirement angle. I, I have no idea. Is, yeah, I, so I so something that was the greatest thing ever. I have no idea what it was, bro. Yeah, I don't either. Which pro wrestling Noah did with the great Muda last year, which was one of the most, you know, wonderful things of the year, really of this year. And I hope that that's the template, you know? Um, I mean, I sent, or I, I don't know if I remember I sent or I just or I talked or I um talked or emailed Tony Khan, but I mean I definitely contacted Tony Khan right after that that final um Noah match that, that Mudo wrestled and I go, This is your template, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. when, whenever it comes time for Sting, look at this for ideas because Noah did such a phenomenal job. Yeah, there you go. Him and Tony with the book. <laughs> but, but you know what? Knowing Tony Khan and the ego he seems to have, and 
I'm writing this and I came up with the best stuff ever, I wouldn't be surprised if he does watch whatever the hell Meltzer is talking about and make sure he doesn't do one thing in that because he doesn't want Meltzer going on there and saying that that was my idea that uh, AEW did. I I can see some, some of that stuff going on. You know, what about I, I wonder how Sting would feel knowing that uh, his last match is in the hands of Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I know, I didn't even how would Sting feel that. about that, bro? That would be great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to this um, Meltzer tweet that started with a disco tweet. So disco tweets what he's he said on the show with you for years. The dimes are drawn before a match takes place. Show me one time in the history where Dave Meltzer's star rating review of the match took place before fans paid to see it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, a five-star match has never drawn a dime. That's from Glenn. So Meltzer actually responds to this one, which is inter- interesting because Disco tweets him all the time, and, yeah. and Dave ignores every single one of them. But this one Dave did not ignore. Dave says, Glenn, are you this out of touch? What percentage of pay-per-view buys these days come after the show? Well, think about go, go hold on. <laughs> Guys, let, let's put everything in its proper perspective. Okay? We just saw Mr. Magoo sitting on his couch with a microphone up his nose. And this is pretty much this is the life of Dave. Okay, bro, we've seen the office. He has confirmed 10 times over all day long, Jeff, he watches wrestling. He watches tapes. This this is the existence of Dave Meltzer. He only leaves the house to go to wrestling shows and conventions. Now, Disco Inferno. And possibly sleepovers. Sleepovers, possibly. like we saw in that one picture. Yeah. Freaking Disco, Jeff, works at the hottest male entertainment club in vegas he is a big shot at the club he's been there forever jeff celebrities and entertainers and sports figures come in on a daily basis he works at one of the most happening sapphires one of the most happening clubs bro in Vegas, no less. This isn't in freaking Ohio or or Wyoming. This is in Vegas. And the guy sitting on the couch with the microphone up his nose is referring to Glenn as being out of touch. That's what we're talking about here, bro. The ridiculousness of Glenn's the one that's out of touch, bro. Yes. Glenn, are you this out of touch? What percentage of pay-per-view buys these days come after the show, sometimes a week or two after? Study the weekly figures for all out or fast lane with buys after the show. I, I don't so I don't what is he saying? He's implying that, well, after the show happens and then these reviews and these ratings come out, now people are gonna go buy the replay of the show. Because because, because they had a five star match. Yeah. So now they're going to go sp- smack down 30 bucks, whatever they do, because it was a five-star match. Yeah. And, and somehow a WWE show that's on the Peacock, they're going to go buy a replay of? I don't, I, don't, I don't understand that one. but Yeah, I would love to know the percentage of sales after the fact than before. Show, okay, show us those numbers, Dave. 
How many people buy the show after it airs compared to when it airs? How many people are buying the replay? That that's going to be your argument that Glenn's wrong. Well, Glenn show us those numbers. Glenn's out of touch. Yeah, yeah. Now, if, if if Glenn replied to this, I haven't seen it at the time of this, so he may yeah. have. I don't know. Bro, how much better would the wrestling business be if Dave Meltzer were not a part of it? Because, bro, this this is the guy carrying the banner and promoting all the shit that has driven the casual wrestling fans away. If he was not the guy leading the charge and promoting it, you think people are going to listen to a Sean Sapp or a, a Ronaldo Piven? Bro, they, they may they may not even have come in into the play because they could be influenced by Meltzer that led it, them exactly. here in the first place. He, he, bro, this guy is doing such freaking damage to to the wrestling business. It's absolutely freaking incredible. That's what I love, bro. Again, I'm going to go back to baseball again, Jeff. I am sorry, but you know, we, you know, the, the Giants brought in Mister 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 Analytics for a three year contract. Uh, uh, Gabe Kapler, and he's gone, bro. He's gone because why, bro? The Giants were losing more games than they won, so his analytic bullshit wasn't working. We have a 10-year history, Jeff, a 20-year history of ratings going down. We have a history of it. We have numbers of it. And, no, and, and yeah, you have guys like, you know, me and Glenn and Al and you. You have the guys, Billy, saying, bro, the, obviously this is not working. We have all the new data that says this is not working. Why do we continue to go in this direction, bro? And he's the guy leading the freaking charge, bro. But yeah, I mean, you see it because all of the – not all of them. A lot of the wrestlers grew up reading Meltzer. They're now performing for Meltzer. They're performing. They're putting over the five-star matches. These hardcore fans – Melcher's opinions are now their opinions. What Melcher says, they say. They're like parrots. Everything yeah. that comes out of Melcher's mouth, they're they're typing that on Twitter and, and Reddit and, and all that stuff. So you take Melcher out of that equation, that whole culture probably would not even exist today at yeah. all, unless yeah. somebody else was there and did the same had the same opinions that Melcher had. Yeah, it's time for the closer. This is sent in by Gabe Tuff. What I love about this clip, I love when we catch these guys burying themselves and they don't realize it. So Nick Houseman with those uh, other two guys again. You're saying there are people that you believe just straight up lie about in- information, such as what you. No, you're I, I, I don't okay. want to say. I don't want to say I'm necessarily. I'll say it. I <laughs> know because I don't believe that I've never had a source straight up lie to me. I don't ever feel just like they don't have the correct information and are telling I, you what they heard. You know, tell a friend, telephone, tell yeah, a wrestler. That, yeah, so that, that, he said, she said. I mean, sometimes things kind of just get mumbled up as it goes from voice to ear to to voice. Right. To ear. I, 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 sometimes, right. sometimes you get you get somebody where I go. Oh, well, hey, maybe I said that like I heard it, but actually I maybe I said it like I was there, but I actually heard it from somebody else. And you're like, dude, I ran this story. Yeah. And you yeah. told me you were there. And they're like, oh, well, I wasn't actually there. And you're like, you think, I see. You think, dude. Jeff, you're, you think, bro, you think that's how it works, bro. 
Uh, He's admitting I've put stories out there that people have told me after the fact wasn't the case of how they told it to me. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's worth hearing again. Play that. Oh, that's, God, that's like you're, you're just again. telling everybody that that listens to you for your supposed news that, hey, I... House, I, of, the house of Nick Min. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually heard it from somebody else. And you're like, dude, I ran this story. Yeah. And you told me late. you were there. And they're like, oh, well, I wasn't actually there. And you're like, I fucking... I see. Dude, you're yeah. what the shit, you know? And then that doesn't happen, yeah. you know. I, I don't know. It, I get what you're saying. He was yeah, gonna say that it. doesn't happen often, but he didn't say it because it, it happens often. Jeff, yeah. this is it. This is it in a nutshell. Because when you're in the business and you're around these guys all the time, you know, bro. A, you can never believe them. B, you got to take everything they say with a grain of salt. C, okay, bro, what's the agenda behind this? Four, okay, bro, this is to get you over. You know all these things when you're working with these guys on an everyday basis. When you're clueless like Ronaldo here, bro, you, you, you actually believe what they're telling you, bro. Like anybody, anybody who works in the business would say, bro, don't ever believe a wrestler. There's always an agenda. They're always finding the angle to get themselves over. And you and bro, every conversation I had with every one of them, I knew this. So I swear to God, Jeff, while they're talking, it's all going through my filter. That's you, you know, that's a fact. And these guys just believe it. He just comes out and said it. I ran the story. <laughs> I'm running these stories. And then they're telling me after the well, fact. Jeff, first of all, you got to take one thing into consideration. He's on a telephone. Yeah. So you have no idea, bro, if the guy's roll, the guy's rolling his eyes. There, there, there's another wrestler. Listen, hey, listen, listen to what I'm feeding. This is all shit on the phone, bro. Yep. It's unbelievable. That's what you get, guys. That's what you pay for, man. For the uh, the what is it? The Nick, the House of Nick, House of Wrestling, but the House of Wrestling, guys. There it is. That's yeah. But he doesn't even realize. I probably shouldn't say this and bury my own sight and my own news and my own reputation. Right. Why wouldn't you just say I wouldn't have ran a story if I thought I was being lied to, or you know? But he he didn't even try to cover that, that shit up. I mean, he's honest, but it's stupid. <laughs> he's not, and he, and he asks the tough questions. Yeah, yeah. CM Punk coming to NXT. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what is going on in your world these days? Well, I told you guys at the beginning of the show, Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com if you would like to submit uh, for the show. And guys, man, we just did a brand new Hey Mom doing a, a TV show in the basement with, with the What Culture guys, bro. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, man, check this out. If you like this show, you will love that show. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. That is it, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. I know I did. Bro, send in your clips, bro. Send in the tweets, the twats, the videos, the audio. Don't, don't send in the twats. Don't yeah, send in no, the twats. Uh, no twats, bro, but everything else. Without you guys, there is no show. Don't let these jack-offs off the hook, bro. Don't let it. You see what they're doing to Billy Corgan? Don't let these jack-offs off the hook, bro. Send us the, uh, send us the clips every week. 
to Jeff. Jeff, what's that address again? Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. All right, guys, we will see you here next week.